Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Someone you only met on your phone Be they French or Chinese A brand new K-1 visa's the key Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love It's reality, yes Let's love Something's wrong with Poodle, y'all. She needs to get <laughs> she needs to get dick down, or she needs Alexa Pro, or you need to be Alexa Ho. No, Something. it's it's my eyes that are itching <laughs> like crazy, and uh, I feel like I'm. You've ever seen those animals that like raccoons? And they just like claw at their eyes. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like I've been doing the last couple of days. I have vampire red around my eyes. If you're watching Intimate Portrait, this is a special Intimate Portrait we're doing today. It is. It's on y'all. We're doing video. It's a little holiday <laughs> bonus. But I said something's wrong. With I'm kind of sick of these bonuses. We give them away too much. <laughs> Yeah, um, since uh, no one could hear you on the last watch alongs because you turned off your mic, why don't you just give them this? I did it because <laughs> I absentmindedly I need a I need a, a fidget spinner so bad when I'm doing those things I have to do something and I flick the mic on and I, off. I bought you a fidget. You lost it, didn't you? It's not good enough. <laughs> I need something that gives me that I need. Yeah. That I can you do need to go to a fidget spinner store so you can just try them all out. Yeah, I need to need to do something. I need to do something with my hands at all times. HSP store. They should have those. I um, mean that legitimately. But I was literally just flicking my mic on and off. We need to put electrical tape on it. As long as you yeah. stop turning them off. You turn no, them off again. You turn no, them off again. Honey, I promise you. Honey, 
it was turned on the last time and you actually turned it off. I can't control you turning off the microphone, you no, bitch. I'm saying when you gave them to me to when I, I when gave I, them to the with them on and you turned it off. No, no, no. You're not understand what I'm saying. When you gave them to me to take to the recording session that I did, there mm-hmm. were some that are off. That, 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 then just it, I uh, you act like because you act like it's you as turn if them I'm off, asking you, don't need you to. to I'm asking you to do your taxes when all you have to do is just go flick. I'm saying all we right. both, we both could as take my precautions. Said, no, as my therapist says, I'm putting down non-porous boundaries, firm boundaries. That's not my responsibility. Non-porous boundaries? Not, I'm not letting things. Boundaries can be like Swiss cheese for people. Shit seeps in. No more Swiss cheese boundaries for me. It's concrete, bitch. Now, we'll look. See, we'll see what happens when someone wants to bang you. <laughs> see where those boundaries go. <laughs> Oh, that's real. That's real. <laughs> I keep saying I'm going to go to Austria and find my Captain Von Top. If I if I send you a gift of Maria spinning on the hill, that means it's happened. Those boys. The seal is broken. Those boys are so squirrely. You're going to have a hard time with those. I don't. I'm not going with that. I'm going to look at museums and uh, walk around a beautiful Christmas market. So I'll yeah. probably end up knitting get, with old ladies. Gustav Klimt. <laughs> <laughs> Klimt. That's, yeah, I that's got probably what, in Vienna. Yeah, that's probably what's going I got Klimt. He made me scream. Um, oh, that's Monk. I'm sorry. <laughs> sure. So the reason why I said something's wrong with Poodle, y'all. I got monked. We started this and Poodle said, I don't think this was a very good tell-all. And I said, are you fucking <laughs> kidding? He said, well, the Shekinah and Sarper part. And I said, yeah. no, we had we had Angela pleading to our daughter-in-law to take personal responsibility and go to therapy. We had Johan just being eviscerated and Daniel sup. We had oh. Andre being upset that a woman told him to sit down and and being on and just Andreing all over that set. Oh. The word of the the word of the tell all was toxic. By the way, it, the word of the tell. I I come at us, sissies. What do you thought? I I didn't even mind the you Matt know, Sharp Avengers. I even what, enjoyed them. You know what it was? I feel like I feel like they. I feel like they exhausted us. That's to me. Oh, I just felt maybe I, I just watched this. That tell all. I was so tired. And so I was, much happened. I was so tired from the season. This has been a really, even though it's been an hour, this has been a really long season. It has been a long season. Um, enjoyable, but yes. Yo, this is reality gaze. This is a special reality gaze again, because we're doing a little intimate portrait bonus. Um, and this is the end of Toe season. I just spilled water everywhere. Oh, oh God. Season five. Season five. I don't know what episode it is. It's episode 24, Tell God All Part damn. 3. Uh, and yeah, so it's, whew, it was, and it, yeah, let's, let's just jump into it. I don't think we have, this is our last 90 day show before the break. Is it? We're doing our by curious after this, and then we're doing our holiday live show, which y'all have already watched. So, poodles or anything, we haven't actually done it yet. I'm not sorry for anything. (sighs) (laughs) I am. My body is a thing of beauty, and I will not make excuses for it. I apologize to everyone for what you saw. That's all I'm going to say. 
you know? Oh God, you're, I'm worried because these allergies have like made, again, made you kind of like a pissed off cat. I know. So I don't know <laughs> what you're going to do. I'm today. I'm feeling very bitey. <laughs> I'm going to have to just bring pizza or something to calm like, you. Like Devin, uh, Devin and their mo- and her mother, by the way, uh, oh, uh, yeah. of Devin and Nick from 90 Day, are <laughs> commented on our meme. They and did. They seem like funny and good people, and they seem like they can take they can take a joke. Yeah, I think um, the mom said like my fingers because I think I said like oh she bit my finger and she the mom bit my said finger. my finger yeah the finger and then Devin said like she said I something was feeling like, very body yeah I was feeling very body <laughs> mama I was feeling body mama I'm really bummed that they're done and we're not going to see them anymore yeah I I think right it, when it, you discovered that character. I think it, she was just she was just fun because she's just a surly girl. Like she, she didn't want to be there. She didn't want to really be there. They, she says that she's very different now because she was probably thoroughly medicated with alcohol and she she was just in a bad mood. She was kind of like the the at 8 a.m. the girls who would wear hoodies to exams because they'd gotten out they've been out so late. Or the ball cap girls, or they come in their pajamas. <laughs> That's a lot of sissies that you just. Described. It would be like, I, but, I bet but Devin I'm would be a sissy. An eight a she would be an eight a.m. class, and you can tell they had just they just screamed a lot and given a lot of blowjobs the night the night before, and <laughs> they were just ready. Poodle, how often did you wear a hoodie to an eight a.m. class? Are we? Is this a little autobiographical? Uh, frequently, but yeah. I but I'm saying. There, there was, it's, there wasn't, there was no middle ground with a lot mm-hmm. of these girls. There was like perfectly done up face and outfit and yep. hoodie or hat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hoodie, hat, no makeup, nothing. Um, or you looked good. But 8 a.m. class, I don't know how anyone looks decent for an 8 a.m. class. I don't, I don't think that's, that's something that people in their college years shouldn't look okay for. But it happens. I remember, and uh, I remember at North Texas, uh, we were, and I don't mean this as a name droppy. I just mean it like there would be the people at 8 a.m. that would be like, they would get there earlier and be like playing the piano and fidgeting and like, you know what I mean? Like being artistic in the morning while we're all just sitting there trying to wake up for Dr. Cho to come and talk about music theory. And I never got – and one of the people that did that the most when I was in college was Nora fucking Jones. She would play that piano at like 7.30 in the morning, like playing all this jazz shit. And we're like, we get it. it. You're jazzy. and then You're she Ravi out, Shankar's daughter. We Yo, get it. And then she, she dropped she, out of school, and we were like, she'll go nowhere. And we were wrong. <laughs> we were wrong. <laughs> she did go. She went to UNT for like – a hot, mu- hot minute. She used to kick my seat all the time and fidget her fucking foot. I hated sitting in front of her. Well, look where you are and look where she yeah, is. Yeah. So I don't really know where the point of that story was. I haven't was. won a Grammy. I haven't even won a hammy, but now I want <laughs> ham. <laughs> the ham, hammy awards for eating the most <laughs> ham possible. I, I am getting very excited. My brother's going to smoke a Christmas ham and I'm very excited for it. Because 
What? You don't act like it. I have seen you freak out over ham and biscuits at Christmas. No, don't I, even try. I, I don't even think, be don't, sanctimonious. You you know you know you're a your fat girl inside is just crying out when oh. you're when it it is it is December 18th and you can't wait. You're already thinking about Christmas dinner. <laughs> Bertha, my inner fat girl, her name's Bertha, and Bertha's ready. <clears throat> oh, I'm going to have Christmas ham. I'm going to have some divinity. You're triggering uh, people's food eggies. issues. I'm gonna, I don't care. I'm talking about <laughs> my show. I'm talking about what I want. I'm going to have fudge, Aunt Peggy's fudge. She makes it in the microwave, and it's the best fudge you've ever had. I feel I, I have a problem with fudge. Don't yell at me. But it's I feel it gets too sweet for me. Like it's just too sweet. I can barely eat it. I kind of like that I can only that I only have like one little piece of it, and that's all I need. That's what I like about it. No, I I can't finish a piece. Is what I'm saying. It's uh, too sweet. Ah, uh, what what is your family? Uh, this, is ri- this is a riveting discussion. <laughs> well, fine. I was going to ask what your family we have, co- who we gives do, a shit. We do we do like my grandmother used to do like Mexican Christmas cookies. They were never called that, but I just I found out that's what they were called. Oh. Um, Kind of with the powdered sugar and uh-huh. uh, things like that, but um, I don't know where they got that recipe because no one in my family is from Mexico. No, no one. <laughs> um, definitely not. Uh, but uh, we we do like I don't know. I we don't have a lot of like set traditions. Everything was kind of like you bring what you want to. My my grandmother would always make a fruit cake, and no one ate it. No one ate it. No Grant, one ate it. Pe- sometimes Peggy, one year I made it, but sometimes Peggy's would make a birthday cake for Jesus. I told you that, though. The red velvet with the blood. Yeah, that's so fucking evangelical to me. It's not even... <laughs> yeah. we, we've talked about some of the... Some sissy says, yeah, we had we sung happy birthday to Jesus sometimes, and we thought it was dumb. Yeah. Jesus is... It, even though all the songs are about him, y'all, it's for, for most of America, it's like a passing afterthought. <laughs> even Jesus is like, I get it. I get it. Stop singing. Someone, someone, someone sent me a, or someone sent me a meme of a card that says it was a picture of a manger and it says, spoiler alert, he dies. <laughs> <gasps> wow. Someone's gonna. Someone, I'm gonna get an STDM. <laughs> oh, you're gonna get a DM for that. But one. and but, then well, I. Well, you and should get someone, a DM. It's so grateful so, we he died. Some someone commented below it. But there's a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, there is. And there something is. to be happy for. <clears throat> anyway. Anyway, right. if you have an uber religious person in your life, tell them that yep. one. And give them the gift of reality gaze. You can go to Supercast. Some, some religious people like gay people. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, quite a bit. Um, some don't admit it, but still really like gay people. Um, and having sex with gay people. Yes, 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 yes. Um, <laughs> Excuse me. All right. So, yes, give the gift of reality to gays, y'all. You can get that on Supercast. Uh, that Not on Patreon, but on Supercast. Um, some of you have asked. I'm just – I know uh, y'all – I know that y'all want us to do cam- – our cameos are still paused – so I don't think they're going to unpause anytime soon, y'all. So uh, uh, I think that was a brief period where it lasted, and I don't know if it shall come again. So it was the golden age of cameo yeah. when I would when I would have to bring my wigs and take home, and and my father went, Fran, what are you doing in there? <laughs> <laughs> 
Dad, I'm just making videos for people I don't know, and they're paying me money. <laughs> okay. Turn off the light when you're done. <laughs> It's a weird time. It's a weird time. That was when I was I do I would do like lots of different characters, you, and then you I were very committed to it. I was I'm so tired though. It's yeah, it, especially Peloton Peg. That one wore you out. Peloton Peg, uh, pig, pig, <laughs> and people people kept getting her name confused with pig. P I G. Uh, the Australian <sighs> Peloton instructor, yeah, and she get worn out about halfway through. She would she because would it was harder hard. to it was harder to talk and Peloton than she thought. And she thought, yeah, the pig thought. Pig Peloton. Anyway, pig. so we're not doing that. Y'all, but what we are doing is our <clears throat> crappins with our with Watch What Crappins with Ben and Ronnie, our gay crappins. Holiday Spectacular. Um, you can listen to that. That's going to be dropping next week, I believe. So uh, I, I think while we're off. Sometime around the 25th, 26th, 27th, 28th. <laughs> yes. Also. there's uh, four parts. Smothered is still going strong. <laughs> we will be putting that episode of Smothered out this week. So you're still going to have that. And um, real quick, we talked about this before, but just reminding will, you. Yep, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. I would say we will be. We, we're off. So the, uh, yeah, the okay. Smothered that happens. I think December 27th, we're going to cover when we get back. We're not doing that. It's smothered in the Lalu. Same thing with Lalu. Um, Also, y'all, we know that Chance is cheating on Tater. Thank you for the sex video. We've seen it. (laughs) Whoa. It's a big dick. Um, You can't really see the dick, but it's big. You can see the length. It's length here. Um, Very quickly, we aren't covering these, but we're just letting you know as a courtesy because TLC gives us – or we appreciate they give us screeners. Um, Sunday, December 24th at 8 p.m. will be the holiday-themed pillow talk, so you can look at that where they're talking about just all the holidays of the year. Monday, Christmas Day, the 25th at 8 p.m. will be pillow talks – 2023 top 20 uh, of everything. Should have been top 23. I I say it again. I disagree. Um, But it's going to have, including, uh, they're going to have top moments from the 2023 universe, including The Last Resort and The Family Chantel. And lastly, on New Year's Eve at 8 p.m., Countdown to 90 Day, The Single Life, where pillow talkers are going to be talking about the new season of 90 Day, The Single Life, with sneak peeks of what's going to be coming in 2024. And then The Single Life will premiere on January 1st, at 8 p.m. We so will be back for that. We will. Um, oh, couldn't. I'd, I, would, I'd, I would do that from fucking Austria. I'm so excited <laughs> for the single life to see. I, I better see that crib again in Natalie. That's all I want. When do, when do you come back from Austria? New Year's Eve. I land like at 6 p.m. Oh, my God. Your jet lag is going to be awful. It's, it's, it's worse. It, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, that, I'll have that, and then the my neighbor's having a New Year's Eve party in our building, um, uh, so it'll be good. It'll make me come home, and I have to stay up. Are you going to be able to sleep? <laughs> I don't know. Wait. You know what? That's your why whole, God- Your whole building is doing a New Year's Eve party? Well, everyone that's here, everybody that's here, so that way we don't have to go out and like worry about craziness. What and a just- nightmare to have friends in your building. <laughs> oh, no, it's great. We just like- Drink, get high, and then we'll go on the roof and watch the fireworks. It's perfect. What are you gonna get? What are you? What are you gonna have? Uh, just a cavalcade of anonymous men to come and make your own fireworks in your bedroom on New Year's Eve? Should old acquaintance <laughs> be forgot? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. 
So hopefully, hopefully, hopefully all my flight stuff doesn't get fucked up. I am flying back on the last day of Mercury retrograde. This just this doesn't feel good for me. That you, that you, <laughs> Is it like when you, did you went this to China? Before. No, you did this before and your flight got fucked up and you barely got back. Well, we'll see. I guess I'll have to scramble to find a co-host. <laughs> you will not cover single life without me. What you gonna do I'll about it? You might be on oh, a plane. I don't care. I will. I will do it on the plane. I'll get internet connection. Do I don't think that's there. possible. I will figure it out. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna start calling it. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> the podcast. That sounds old. Why the podcast? I don't know. It makes me feel like a sounds mature. No, I branded my name along with podcast. The podcast. I don't know. It feels like. I don't know. We need to move on. We need to start this fucking show. It's 20 minutes. Oh, I'm going to go check on Holly, everybody. Um, he really he really is the emotional support uh, cast member. Oh, cast member. Yeah, I was going to say. He, should, he really should wear a service dog vest. <laughs> yeah, it's true. He is, but he is. Y'all, Holly's ran off. So Kenny goes Got to check runner. on her. Got a runner. Um... And thank you, thank you. You smell really good. <laughs> that was my favorite, favorite outtake. Yeah. Oh my god, you smell really good. I never what? smelled anyone like this in the Never's Never's of Neverland. I've, I gotta say, there's something. I'm not done seeing Holly. There's something that's interesting about watching her to me. I need her to go away into some type of in treatment or out treatment <laughs> plan. Uh, I, I think she needs some time to focus on herself with a team of people who can listen to her and give her coping skills, which she doesn't have. I think that's going to make her less good TV though. Yeah, but I don't, I actually feel when I watch her that she's this close from self-harm. Like oh, I don't that, feel that. Oh, I do. I and it and it just it it's not easy for me to watch. And every okay. time she's talking to Wayne and they're talking, she's like, "Yeah, I'm going to feel better." Uh, she calls him just a second. Like, yeah, I need to be less sensitive and more hard, like you are. And I and he's like, "I need to be more. Uh, I I I need to be more available to you." And blah blah blah. And y'all, this is going nowhere. It's she not, basically not said gonna she's going to go back to South Africa, which is the worst thing for her and her mental health. It's the worst thing for her, and it's not going to work out, y'all, because I think he just felt pressure on the show. He did. This guy, she kind of called it. This guy does not have the capacity to support her, and he knows it. She needs a team. And he doesn't know what to do. It's too much for him, and they're both... And they're both in over their head. I gotta say this. I I think he is I think he's a pretty textbook kind of man who pushes all his emotions down and will mm-hmm. say say, you know, whatever he needs to to just barely communicate with the person he's with, good provider, blah, blah, blah. I think he's just that. Some someone like that cannot handle the onslaught of emotions that comes from Holly. No, I, no. I don't think most people can. It's too think, much. Yeah, I think it's a little too much for a lot of people. Kenny called it when Kenny said, 
I think he's weaker than he plays. He j- and he can't do it. And Tim, I agree with Tim when t- again, the the Avengers stepping in. Tim saying, I think Wayne is not a bad guy. Um, I just don't think they're compatible. He's yep. not emotionally available for her. And I went ding ding ding. She needs a caretaker. She needs someone who will. Literally, if she needs it, help her put on her shoes in the morning because you know she what? can't she, get out of bed. She needs she needs kind of a a, a broken a broken lonely gay man to be her friend. <laughs> that's what she needs. Wait, that's what y'all. That's what she needs. She, you know, you know, you know where Holly would do really well. Palm Springs. Oh, you're no. right. She'd find someone who just like was living alone. Or Dollywood. She could just, or like oh, Pigeon, yeah, like Pigeon Forge, some mm-hmm. old gay man who loved yeah, collectibles. It yes. really in a place where they're not accepted in society. Yeah. yeah. Not Palm Springs. Definitely Pigeon Forge or like, or Branson. Yeah. Or just. She mm-hmm. could just live with that old gay man whose name mm-hmm. is like Winston or something. Uh-huh. And he's wearing little sweater vests every day. And he would literally take care of her because he's got nothing but taking care of his mother as well. Mother or his, maybe his mother died and now he can't take care of his mother. So all he does is just like make little dolls or something like yeah. that all day. Winston, if you're out there, we've got a <laughs> yeah. job for you. we got a job for you and her name's Holly. <laughs> I, I don't see unless you unless you find a way to basically she needs tactics in coping and self-regulation and a way to deal with her emotions and her fears and and she needs to be taught that emotions are are emotions are real but they're not truth. I think fact, all of that comes after she gets sober. <laughs> That that is and that is the it thing that's take been Adderall. soft peddled the yeah. whole thing. Oh, I think it's that. I don't think it's that. I think it's I. To me, it feels like depressants. You know a lot more about drugs than I yeah. do. So <laughs> you've done a lot more. Uh, it feels like some type of painkillers, to be honest. Yeah. Which is yeah. never Oxies. good. Um, <clears throat> uh, but other than that, uh, we, we, we go to a break. Best. We, we wish her the best. Yeah. Mary smells Brandan's armpit, and we're back. And we're back. Um, Shekinah and Sarper. Do you Ooh. feel like the one reason I, I'm kind of gripey about this tell all is we went back to some couples again and again and again, and it didn't seem to be to work out things, it just seemed to be for to sensationalism for topics. I do agree. I can see that. I loved it, but I see that. But I guess I'm thinking about, yeah, but the tell-all used to be the intention of the tell-all. TLC's and production's intention for the tell-all, the outward intention is to learn more about these things and get some things settled. None of that really happened. I think that's my Uh, my disagreement with with you. I think you're still hanging on to – sensational. I think you're hanging on to – I just think you haven't let it die. But with me, that hope of a tell-all died with that happily ever after tell-all. Once, oh. once that happened, I went, all bets are off. 
We're in a new yeah. we're in a new I, arena now. The form has been torn down, and now we're in SoFi. Get the fuck used to it. I understand what you're saying, but the intention of the show and the way it's framed is still the one with what I'm talking about. Yeah. So that's that's the disconnect for me. I but and I I encourage like once you kind of let that go, I think you enjoy <laughs> it more because I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah. the sensationalism. It's it was because. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what was different about this is a lot of people in the cast did not kind of give their opinions of Shekinah. Uh, Shekinah was giving her opinions of everyone in part no, one, they, too. No, they did. But they, they, did, they did much more this episode. Yeah. So it was well, kind of like, yeah. This is where it – I really don't think we needed the four horsemen of the apocalypse, And – it, it's adding in one more it's it's they don't also they don't trust their casting they don't trust the people to be be forthcoming and to and so that's why it feels like things are are like fakely generated oh, that's I the agree. other issue and so i don't i don't know i i thought i thought parts 1 and 2 were better than part 3 i know you, you we disagree with this but yeah, um <laughs> It was, I loved it. Um, and again, I'm going to say the Avengers are here to stay. Like they're, they're going to be, I guarantee uh, you, they're going to, so like, I'm just telling you to try to, since this is something we're going to have to keep watching repeatedly, just, uh, uh, I don't know. what What's something else in your life where you just roll over and accept it? You just accept it. Uh, it's going to be easier for you. The guy who says he's coming in 30 minutes and it's another two hours. <laughs> you're still but gonna the accept dick is that. big you're still gonna accept that yeah but i'm I'm up <laughs> even if you're asleep you're gonna wake up yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> no i think you know what it is because i agree with you i agree with everything you're saying i yeah. just let it go but i totally I, agree with you i don't know if that's how i want to talk about these shows because mm. it takes they are they TLC is taking a very sanctimonious tone with this. And I'm going to push back on that. If you if you're going to make it a fucking circus and a sideshow, fine. But don't don't act like we're really getting stuff settled today. Don't even. Ugh. That's 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 my issue because it feels then it feels counterintuitive. I don't know. I I um, I, my, my Libras, my Libra side of that, of, yeah, of truth that is, yeah, I, mm, no. I, it, 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 it sparks like the thing of why I love smothered and cringe. I love it. I'm here for it. Um, um I would, I want to say, who do you think, who do you think could, I think they, if they chose four better horsemen, I'd be fine with it. I would, I, and I'm not, I'm not a fan of hers and, and mostly because the hashtag three under three bothers the fuck out of me. But I think if you brought Lauren back, I don't know if she'd work with them anymore. She's a little more balanced. I think Kalani is the last motherfucking person to be talking to me about normalcy and relationships and how men treat women. So I, 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 she's so, and she was so above it all and so smug. I didn't, I didn't get that from Kalani at all. I thought because of what happened with her on Last Resort and watching all that, that's really about her kind of having this, finally having this emotional breakthrough of, 
I don't want this in my life anymore. And this relationship is terrible for me. But she just I, moved on to another man. Like when she was, <laughs> but when she was talking about talking to Shekinah about that, I thought she had total ground to stand on. And then she, and we had a tears of Kalani moment even because she got so emotional about it. Um, I, I, I yeah. liked having her. I liked having Tim. I don't think we needed Andre. I, I don't want need Tim. Tania. I do not want Tim. He has the worst takes when he's not personally invested and his misogyny really comes out. And I did not like him on this at all. And I normally have a good time with him. Oh, and I, did. I thought his takes were awful. The whole time, I thought he. I, I just. I thought like sometimes he just called it dead on. No, but he's he was so misogyny. Uh, the misogyny was showing with Kirsten, and uh, he's been cheated on before. And every time it was against a woman, he would go for him. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think he did a good showing. Andre was a bad choice because he really didn't say a lot. Um, and, no, he made it uh, about himself. Yeah, and Tania, I'm I'm not gonna lie. She's the only one who I'd like to see back. <laughs> see, I, I can't totally believe. disagree. I thought she added the least to it. I like well, could not disagree with you more on all of these. That's funny. I, I, and I think Audrey was terrible. And I, I, I agree. On I that. think I think there are so many other cast members who could have done better. Get me Robert and Annie up there. <laughs> like, just show us the show us the circus or David and Annie. Give us that. Mm -hmm. I I just I thought these I I don't know eh, it's it's this format's not for me. I don't love. I think it it turns it into a circus while it's still trying to it's still trying to do some good for these people, and I don't think it did any good. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. Oh, I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. 
I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft. And the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies. We've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of MeUndies? It's on MeUndies! Cool. Sissies, Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope.
hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners, we know you get tired of waiting. Reality Gaze is coming to you, so no more complaining. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies, love yourself. Never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find you're happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. Let's talk about Shekinah and Sarper. They... They bring in Dan, who, y'all, this guy just wants to be another influencer. It's really sad. This um, was totally ridiculous. Like, Shekinah was like, she's like her ex, and Shekinah even said, he's not my ex. We didn't date, y'all. It was well, it's totally the pro- stupid. The problem is, it's the call is coming from inside the house, because the show is trying to bring him on. Even Shekinah's like, why are you saying he's my ex? And, and they remembered, because she needed someone. Well, her family refused foil. to come. Yes, her family also refused to come but in, so they, they had no also, one to. Remember, he was in the he was in the couple episodes, and yes, yes, yes. yes so yes. it was obvious they need the show needed to create a story. She really wasn't okay with it. So he wouldn't have been on if her sister came on the tell all. No, I agree with you. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> This guy is such a loser. I mean, even Sarper's not even real. Like, he kind of acts, but even Sarper's not even taking the bait on this. He's kind of no. like, this seems uh, ridiculous. And uh, and Dan, you know, is trying to say, I like you as you are. You're beautiful. And Sarper should see that. Sarper says, I see everything. The thing about it is with this, this is the other thing that no one is saying. And it for me... If they would just say I that they're in like a submissive dom relationship where it's a kink kind of thing for them and that's the rules they're living their relationship by, they're doing everything but saying it, it would eliminate this type of he's controlling you, you're being abused. And because it's consensual. Holly kind of alludes to that. Holly yeah. alludes to that when she says it, something to that. And I feel like the show is ginning that up just to make just to create controversy, and that's not healthy. Um, so that that was another issue I had. No, no one speaks to that um, because it's not as fun, frankly. But we're dealing with people's lives, mm-hmm. um, and uh, gross. Dan, Dan says basically he's like, I don't. He's like. It's like you're treating her like she's your Barbie and you just want to make her another like, doll. Yes, that is exactly right. <laughs> yes, Sarper loved – he loved it when he called her Barbie. She is my Barbie. Uh, uh, uh. Yes, and he and is – I am her Ken. I'm her Ken. Um, that's like the biggest compliment for him, I'm sure. It is. <laughs> and uh, – She loves to serve, y'all. She loves to serve. I mean, Kalani even asked, like, how would you feel if your daughter was in this? And she kind of is like, I think this would be a great relationship for her. Yeah. And Kalani doesn't get it at all. Well, no, I, I actually, I disagree. I think that's a great question of Kalani to ask her. Cause when she kind of said, I think this is a totally healthy relationship. I was kind of like, what else do we need to know people? That's kind of where she is, whatever right. she is with this. She's brainwashed in it and she is in it. 
You you use the term brainwash. That's a negative term. But it is. But I mean that she is. That is a negative term. But it's like if she is. I don't think this is a good relationship for her. Hundred percent. I think Sarper I, I, is I controlling whether they're dom, dom sub whatever. And I only say that because uh, it's a little bit different of the Shekinah we saw in the tell-all, she was totally barely said anything negative about Sarper, didn't complain about him at all. She was really like, we're great, we're great, we're great. Yeah. That's not the Shekinah we saw in the season. The season she talked, because they draw they drew out more of their lives. Right. And she did throw hints of like, well, he keeps commenting about this and it's okay. And she acted like, so... Is it just now? And I think something you're missing is that, or, or that you feel like was missed, is this an evolution that she was uncomfortable with it of being controlled and things, and now she is? Because it's not really clear. Is she just propping him up to look good on the tell-all, or did she have a change of heart? Exactly, about this? it's not clear. I'm taking them at their word um, because this is a specific way that people do live. And there, and people do have six, they say have successful relationships. So I'm not here to judge that. I think that's mm -hmm. where I am. And it kind of made me annoyed that everybody on the stage needed to say something about it. Well, I think it's worth it to like when Kalani brings up, she's, I think that's worth, I think that's valid to say like based upon your past and who her father and the type of life well, she we don't lived, know that they have not said that. They didn't say it on the show, but it's been right. all over, and Kalani but brought not, that up. Not everyone reads all the gossip stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't know. I, I, I see your point, but at the same time, it feels like – and I'm, this, is, this is a bridge too far, I know. But it almost feels like Kalani said, well, what if your daughter wanted to be a lesbian, if you're a lesbian? I'm saying it's that kind of thing. That's their life. That's their mm -hmm. lifestyle that they live. Mm -hmm. So that's the way it feels like to me. That okay. they're so that that's that's kind of where and I don't I don't think it's something because it takes a long time to explain the dynamics of their relationship that I think it's easy to judge. Yeah. All right. All right. <sighs> we need to move on. This is gonna be a three hour show. That's good. That's cause it's a good tell all. You're welcome. <laughs> And I, and I think that's not really the same thing, but the problem I have with it is they're bringing up a subject and not explaining it at all. Yeah. And, and then they're just letting people take shots at them. <laughs> I felt bad. I actually felt bad for both Shekinah and Sarper because they tried to explain this is the best relationship I have. Mm. And everyone's like, no, not, not according to the way I live, not according to the way my relationship works. I don't feel bad for them because um, I think that was dead on when – I don't remember who said – oh, when Danielle actually said – it was dead on when she said Shekinah was making judgments about everybody's life but didn't I, have any self-reflection on the show. That was dead on. I That's, totally so agree I with you. I don't feel sorry for her because she was the most judgy person and trying to be the most TV I, was Shekinah. I totally agree with you there. She loved I totally the agree. She And honestly, she loved the attention. Mm-hmm. Yep. She loved it. She wants everybody to be talking about her. So, y'all, we're bringing up the 2,500 2500 women claim. 525,600 women. 
And the clips they show, he's like, I am giving up bad boy lifestyle. His, you know, that was his Instagram handle for a while. Bad boy. Sarpa. Yeah. Yes. And people are like, how does 2,500 even happen? And I love when Julio's like, I did the math. Oh, I, was, <laughs> I guess he, he was should, born. When he, he should never talk again. But Sean, even even think about this: a producer of Ninety Day Fiance from Sharp Productions, a, a, a producer went to a PA and said, "Hey, I need you to calculate Sarper's age and figure out how many people he had to fuck on a daily basis to have twenty five hundred women." And someone actually did that, and then go to Blue Bottle and get us some coffee. Yeah, please, um, please, because Sean Robinson said we figured it out. It means that you've been with. You've been with a woman every three days since you were 18 years old. I'm not proud of it. Well, and Kenny said, yeah, you are, which is true. He is proud of it. And this is when, and the Shekinah, this is the interesting part. Shekinah says, do you want to know my, do you want to know my number? He's like, no, I don't want to know anything about it. Because y'all, the way he thinks is she has to be like, she has to be like the pure princess, which I say, that's fucked up. That's purity culture. And that's mm-hmm. fucked up. Um, but then she brings up the bottle collection. <laughs> and was it ever clear that he has a memory of every female that, or was that something that she decided? It's something that she said. We don't, okay. he didn't validate that or not. Okay. He just kept saying, but he actually was kind of evasive about it and never really answered the question. Yeah. So I kind of believe her, honestly. And But why would yeah. she... If if that was true, and we heard him say that on camera, why wasn't it on? What is it a broadcast? Because he brought it no, up in the tell-all. He never. No, when she brought it up in the show, he's never answered that question. He always. Oh, I see. It, that's what it, that's on him. It's not a tell-all failure. It's he's not going to answer the question. I, but it I, makes sense, especially now that we know that he is OCD about counting. Like he has that. Okay, y'all, they listen to the podcast <laughs> because <laughs> I swear to God, like that was just something we came up with was him uh-huh. being a count. Like uh-huh. that wasn't a thing he did. <laughs> and he magically, I think I manifested this. <laughs> you are a witch lately. He says, I'm a counting freak. I count everything. <laughs> six, six love losers on stage. <laughs> Four, four no, no, uh, no adult assholes, uh, and so he so was, much so that what did he do from 1998 to 2002? I recorded all of my bad body counts in a notebook, and I wrote, "Oh my fucking god!" And and he goes, "It was old," and y'all, and he kept he this book, opens the book, and you oh, think it's, it's going to be names. But it's no. basically like how many days until Christmas? It's You're crossing X's. off X's. At least you get candy with an advent calendar. This is just an X. I think <clears throat> I'm not saying that he did this, but Tenfold Hattie thinks this could have been done in a night. No, I think this is real. This guy is this guy. I when as soon as he said the OCD thing, I went, oh, he 100 percent is OCD. 100%. And that way he has to categorize and do numbers. And, uh, and, and it, he can't that, throw away the book because if he throws away the book, if he throws away the bottles, manhood. 
then it's well, it's man, but then it's like it's not because not only is he OCD, he's also probably a narcissist. So oh, he's un, un, undoubtedly. And narcissists keep trophies and proof. They want yeah. to show the world I did all. Kenny is right. He is so proud that he slept with 2,500 people. So he proud. Um, so later on, uh, Sharper thinks, sorry, Sharper. Shekinah says, oh, it's, it's just so disgusting. This is so gross. And, uh, and colors for in the book, Poodle. They were different colors of the exits. <laughs> because those are from how hot the women were. <laughs> Because he would sleep apparently with anyone. We're never going to get another person like Sarper again. We just need to take what we can get in this time. Uh, um, he's pretty gross <laughs> and wonderful. He, yeah. Uh, so she basically says, Shakai's like, I won't see you again until you get rid of it. And then there's this break. And Brandan says, just to be clear. There's some things you should never, ever talk about yeah. <laughs> and yes. never, ever bring out and show. Um, yeah. And yeah. they then they talk about one more thing about the child issue. And she's like, I'm not changing my mind about it. Um, and then she's like, then then she's like, or we adopt or we adopt goats. Because she loves yes. goats, because, of course, she does. Uh, Goat yoga. Why not? And then she kind of says, we're just living one day at a time. And I think, I think, let me just clarify. This relationship is a dumpster fire. But I think the biggest problem I have is everyone using their relationship. It felt weird to me as a queer person, I think. It, and even though that, that everyone on stage, and I'm not defending it, but it felt weird to me saying, your relationship that I live, that you, that's weird, and that's 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 disrespectful. That's controlling. But it was they were measuring it by their rubric. Mm-hmm. That's why it felt weird to me. And it felt I totally disagree. But I understand why you feel that way. Why? Just I why do you disagree? Though I don't feel like I feel like that feels too binary. I feel like people were using their own experience of relationships to see like this. I think the dom sub thing is one thing, but on a deeper level, like this. This, this is very clearly a fucked up, not great, not, not, a not a, it feel, at least a lot of it looks like on the outside. When you look at the season, it doesn't look like a healthy relationship. It doesn't look like this is a relationship of mutual respect. And it right. feels because they're both, they, it's also too, it, they both, I'm not saying they are, uh, they, maybe they are, but they, they both present as being so shallow, I think people too are bothered by, it feels like a shallow transactional relationship and not like this deep love. And that I think is something that people are hung up about that all relationships need to be this Disney magical deep love. And yeah. I don't know if this relationship is that. I just, I felt like everyone was trying, but everyone was trying to use their own experience because there's a, there's a narrative we need to tell. And it doesn't, the 90 day fiance world does not involve space for, like open relationships. They just don't. It doesn't involve doesn't involve space for any type of thing that's outside the lines of heterosexuality. Or 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 two two committed people of the same sex together. They mm -hmm. just don't. 
And so that's why I feel at anything that is outside that rubric, no one gets, and it's open season on that. Okay. Thank you I, I still t- disagree with you, for, but I understand you, your you point. Can, you can disagree I don't know what, what I'm to say. You don't, I don't want to keep like arguing with you. No, no, no. no. I, but I'm saying we we can have a discussion about it. And yeah. you can when I say something, you can come back and 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 say, oh, I I I I see what you're saying, but I don't get that because. Yeah, I, I've already done that. You know why? So right. I I'm more interested in I I want to talk about just kind of this. Like the it's it, like if this was an opera, this would have been Angela's moment, like where she pleads. I don't know. You would know an opera where she pleads at the end of the opera to some someone. Don't kill my daughter. Let my daughter live. It's like this. It was like this plea to Mary of please, please go to therapy. And it was it was riveting to me. Riveting. Um, yeah. I, I I thought so. <laughs> I just I don't I uh, I don't think this woman is that involved in her kid's life. And um and yeah, she'll send money occasionally, mm-hmm. but I think it she's she's involved when it's convenient for her. And I don't know. I I I saw her as trying to get her redemption at it um, from the beginning. And I don't know. I, I think she wants redeemed just in life too. Exactly. So that's that's, I mean, cause she feels so bad about what she did. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers, Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. 
so y'all, the the birth of the baby, uh, this is Brandan and Mary, we're finally on to. Finally, because it's been three, we, we, I'm so shocked we did not get, because I think this couple has been front and center, the one everyone's talked about most. And yeah. they got the least amount of time, basically. Mm-hmm. They actually. Why did, do you think true. that is? Um, I wonder if they got it because they're not going to be on the show anymore because they went on Instagram Live and were telling spoilers. That's a possibility. And all that. So that kind of is my first inclination. They 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 bit they bit the hand that was feeding them. Um, yeah. Th- yeah, I think that's probably my. Yeah, because they didn't talk about like the wedding with all the bugs, like a lot of stuff in their relationship was skipped over. By that rubric, because they did so much with Shekinah and Sarper, are they on the show on the next The Other Way? 100%. I, I, th- I think so too. Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> y'all, so y'all, they're going to be like Tim or Tim. They're going to be like Jenny and Smith. They're going to be on like three seasons of The Other Way. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, she looks like they say the baby looks like midnight. By the way, is the baby's name mm-hmm. uh, like a kitten you found in a storm drain? Um, they uh, Brandan is still playing video games, but it's less. <laughs> it's less, and they bring up this thing. I was okay. I was so confused about what happened here. I still don't think I understand the situation and what actually happened. I I, I think what. We didn't really see it. Um, in this Again, season. it we happened see- and we didn't see it. Well, maybe we didn't see it because Brandon didn't want to show his temper on television. But apparently Brandon has a really bad temper. So Apparently, much- but it's something we never saw. Well, that's what I'm saying. He probably didn't show it on camera because he doesn't – he's at least a little aware. Not, I wouldn't – if I had a temper, I wouldn't show that on camera. I wouldn't show as a man yelling at a woman. I, I wouldn't either, but – I I have a problem with this being fair game because well, yeah. it's talked about and and even the mom just goes the mom does not confirm he has a temper. Well, yeah, she said he does say that he calls her that he a calls her a, scam, a scammer and a bitch. or a bitch. And so when does that become cuz Mary is the only one who says she he's yelling. And so much so that she doesn't want to interrupt him with game stuff because he says he'll scream at her. But, and but, but I just want to ask, is it possible in a world that Mary thinks people are yelling at her when they just say things she doesn't I, like? I think that's fair too. I think that's fair. The only thing I wouldn't say that it is that Brandon can Brandon agrees with her though and confirms it and says, I do yell at her. I call well, her these things. And then he even goes down and says I yell at her because I want her to argue with me and I want her to stand up for herself. And I'm like, oh, this is bug. this is where I went. That's I crazy. don't understand what's going on. And That's none actually of this, gross. <laughs> and none of this was filmed. So I can't actually take the temperature of it. To see and if that could both- be another reason why they let go of this character, because maybe they did this care and they realized with both of them, I mean, like Angela said, they both, maybe even Matt Sharp was like, we need to be hands off with these people because this is too much trauma. I feel like we need to let them go. One of their things, one of the things I was thinking about Zay, they think her mental health is fragile. Kind of like Chris's that they told Chris to go easy on Chris. And I wonder Um, if they are like, that's another reason where they're like, let's do it the least and just get them off this show. I think that's a good theory. 
Um, because y'all, this couple is all anyone wanted to talk about. And I, I guarantee you, they probably did film some of Brandon going crazy, and they didn't show it. Why? Why do you probably think? Probably because it would probably be too triggering to people or too oh, again too we, real. We have seen all kinds of stuff with Angela, um, Andre. I disagree. I, 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 I'm less quick to put him in that crazy camp. Angela's different, though. That's not a comparable. She's a woman yelling at a man. People don't get as triggered as that. And Andre, Andre and Libby, that was pretty gross to watch. That was pretty gross to watch. Maybe, I, think I think they would have shown it. I think they would have shown it. Maybe. Um, but they, so. When do you, they, when do you think that TLC, TLC decides we need to be careful about what we show the people? I don't. Uh, that's true. I don't. Es- I'm just speculating why. And there especially, was so little of them. and especially if they're not going to be on the show anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> they why didn't give they a shit. Burn? Yeah, and see, this is something where I again, I, I, lo- I thought Kalani when Kalani said calling someone that for that reaction, like that's that's pretty textbook narcissism. And I was like, I thought that was a great comment. It is. It's so self involved, and it made me see Brandon in a different light. That because I think we felt sorry for him a lot this edit, and I actually yeah. didn't feel sorry for him at all after this tell all. Um, but I get that. I just, <laughs> I just he says didn't. I feel bad, and I went, "Do you?" Because you don't really I, act like it. I just didn't feel like we had. They're so happy now, supposedly. I didn't feel like we got an accurate representation of what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, because remember, everything was shitty, and then it was their wedding, and it wasn't a question whether Mary was going to marry him after yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So to me, I think things are extremely bleak, and I feel, ex- I feel snowed by, by the coverage of this couple, and oh, I don't yeah, like they're, it. They're going to have a really <laughs> sad life. Uh, yeah. Sadly, um, Brandon said he hasn't asked his mom though for money in three weeks. So, um, and so that's a good thing. Only three weeks. So I'm and, sure that will take. Angela does say uh, they they basically say uh, Angela comes out and then she says when Mary had money, she was great, and uh, but when she didn't have money, she was. She was pretty we did kind of gloss over how how and they they'd show a clip of it later, but how horrible Mary was to horrible Angela and the sister, the Brandon's sister, she's blocked by Mary. Yeah, well and, yeah, blocked. Well, and the sister doesn't want to have anything to do with her. And you know, Angela brought up kind of what you were saying earlier. Angela brought up a great point that their communication is so terrible that she thinks she's so and I just I use this word because it truly is. She is so damaged with her own trauma that she'll think Brandon is totally mad at her exactly. when he's not at all. That's that's so, kind of what I was thinking. I do think he yells at her because he admitted to it. But I also think that, like you said, yeah, it's she just flies off the handle for no reason. And Brandon's like, "What are you talking about? I just went outside to like listen to music." And uh, um, I, I think what she gets upset about is she wants him to stop playing a video game. And he, she wants him to kind of attune and check in with her. And instead, he like disassociates, stops playing the video games, then goes outside and still, it's about she still feels ignored. That's what she's really angry about with him. Right. Well, what he's doing is he's angry, so he goes outside 
and she can't tolerate someone leaving her alone because she, she thinks she thinks that he's leaving for good. <laughs> and she yeah. And he doesn't want to scream and yell at her or do something worse. It's, which is all bad. He Angela, you know, and she she was trying to she's that's where she kind of said, look, you both need individual therapy. It's not an attack. You're so afraid of being wrong. And Mary says, I'm scared that I will get judged or people think that I'm crazy. And she t- she talks about the culture there. And I like it when Tim says there's therapy online. <laughs> he does say that. He's like, Where they the definitely hell? have Internet there, y'all. They, they got do. Internet. They got internet. But like, uh, you know, Kalani like brought up, she's like, in Samoa, there's one therapist on the whole. It's not a thing you do. Uh, it's just, and so there, and TJ actually, uh, which I don't know if he's the best. He's like, I understand this. <laughs> and I thought, TJ, you're married to Kimberly. Just sit down. Cause <laughs> you're. T- <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 So, um, I this is an interesting thing. Tim brings up. He's like, "Whose idea was it to have a baby?" No one on the stage wants to ask this, but it's really and it. I and he said, and it's like, was having a baby to make sure he didn't leave her. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. And this idea of that's why she wanted to have a baby quickly. Yeah. Yes. And yes. y'all, maybe maybe it was unplanned. <sighs> maybe it wasn't. I I don't know. I y'all, this 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 their storyline is impossibly bleak for me. I can't even comprehend it. <laughs> yeah, it just, I, it just is so so dismal. Um, they talk about trust issues there at the very end when she would unplug the router to go out to see. Charlotte, Miranda, and Samantha, her guy friends, her obviously gay friends, <laughs> her obviously gay friends, yeah. at least one of them, it's at least um, two of them. And, uh, but Brandan says it's gotten better. And then y'all, and this is what I think production was worried about. Mary seeing all this and she goes, Oh, I hate myself. I'm too much. I'm blah, blah, blah. And y'all, this is when I'm like, Oh fuck! It, it we talk about it must be tough living with Holly. Imagine what it's like living with Mary. No, that's where I wonder a little bit with production if they're like because they've been burned with like y'all because this has the potential to be Paul and Carini two point It does every so, time I think of Paul and why, Carini, and that's why I wonder if corruption if production's like let's just especially our, now that they spoiled everything. Let's gloves, let it go, everyone. Yes, let's uh, let them go. We wish them the best. Uh, <laughs> and Mary says, I'm scared he'll leave. I love him so much. Um, that's why she won't ask him to help with the baby. Um, and they, and then they're basically, so why don't you visit? And she says, my grandmother is sick. Let me throw something out as well. Do you think... Mary is so possessive that she doesn't want him to visit America. Oh, hundred percent. She doesn't want to be around by the way. She can control him much. I I will say, (sighs) I agree with Tim when he said she's one of, I I didn't like that. He said female, but I wish you would say she's one of the most, but she's one of the most controlling people we have ever seen on this show. A hundred percent. She, she terrifies me. Um, 
Yeah, yeah because I think- she what feels like to me, and this is really dark, y'all, but I feel like she'd like killed the baby to get even with him. It's one of no, those kinds of things. I'm, yes, it's a Dateline so, episode waiting to happen. Waiting to happen. Trigger warning: death of a baby. Too late. You can't, <laughs> again, poodle. You have I to need take to get better at those before in the beginning, not after. <laughs> It, it, it's like after a guy fucks you, you say, trigger warning, I have trigger gonorrhea. <laughs> you need to tell these things before. Trigger warning, I've got herpes. <laughs> Let them know before. <laughs> trigger warning, I came. <laughs> <laughs> when they're already choking. Yeah. <laughs> trigger warning, I came five minutes ago, but I just wanted you to keep doing it. <laughs> Wow. There's wow. a little bit more where they talk about it's all fair game. She puts all this stuff on social media of her dancing and twerking and showing her ass. And they're like, they're, they they wanted to call her out as being a hypocrite because uh, y'all guess what? Brandon doesn't even have social media anymore. <laughs> Did you think she lets him have that? No fucking way. Because he talked to girls. It is pretty great when Andre's like, you, you are a control freak. This is a toxic relationship. And even Sarpa says, Look who's talking, bitch. <laughs> Look who's talking to. Look who's um, talking to. And then that brings in a whole, then, uh, again, I, uh, if you feel like, if you say who won this tell-all, tell it's Shekinah and Sarper because they both kept the dialogue, the narrative coming back agree. to themselves. So I know you said that production did it, and I think that's partly, but I also want to say, if you look back, they both kept inserting themselves into conversations to talk about no. themselves. And they yeah. did a great job with this because now it went from Brandon and Mary to talking about them and they're all fine. And then like Danielle saying, well, she kind of, you just think you're perfect. Uh, and she kind of says something like, that's the most real thing you said, Danielle. And oh, she's so awful. <laughs> it's so off. And, and Armando, I love it when Armando's like, everyone that's talking right now is in a toxic relationship. Like, <laughs> including Andre, Shekinah, Sarper, Danielle. Like, I Armando like, just calls it out. And Danielle like, even says, of course I'm in a toxic relationship. We all are in a toxic relationship. God, I hate that she made me understand her. And I hate that I know what she's doing and We're I gonna hate, get to that. And I hate that she made herself a martyr. Uh, oh, we're gonna get to that. No, I, I, hold on, MB. it's still percolating. I'm not ready to take that dump yet. We gotta get there. Um, <laughs> like still. It, during the break, Andre goes over and looms large over Shekinah. Yeah, and uh, I bet like Libby, there's, there's no toxic. I bet Libby read him out for this. Probably, I, I think so. I think. Libby and Andre at this point in their relationship are fine. I think Libby, I think after, after she grabbed that phone or he grabbed that phone, we saw a different Andre. And I, I always say that night, if y'all ever have, have y'all ever seen, we covered in our classless this season when she, he grabbed her phone out of her hands and the look in her eyes when it happened, it, that it's, it's almost like metaphorically he hit her. And yeah. that was the moment, I guarantee you, that after that she said, there are cameras here and we are filming this show. And if you ever do anything like that to me, we'll fucking deport you. <laughs> I 
bet she did. I hold the power here. I'm in charge now, bitch. It was Olga Sochi's boss now. (laughs) Eat the fish, Andre. It is interesting. It makes sense why he got triggered because I will say probably the relationship on 90 Day that it's the most similar to Shekinah and Sarper probably would be Andre and Libby because you could argue that they are in a dom-sub relationship as well. Yeah. I don't think they are. I don't think they ever say that. I think I think now it's I think it started out that way that because of his overbearing behavior. I think now I think he's a pussycat compared to how he used to be. Compared to how he used to be. He they everybody says he's one of the nicest like people. That's what they say. Yeah. Um, And Veronica says that. You know Veronica, she'll read a person out. So Sarper says, hey. Andre, let's meet in person. <laughs> in other words, I would like to try to oh beat boy. your ass. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, did you, I gotta say this during the break, did you see Tania put on an eating smock <laughs> over her dress? I, yeah, I, I need this. <laughs> I was gonna say, you need that. Well, have I seen? I do have, too. Do they, do they have eating smocks? They do, on, Poodle. Yes, it's on, you've never been on production where you have to but eat. Tania is the only they, one. Tania was the only one using one. Maybe she's a, but yeah, I've been on a set before where I had a costume and they, they gave that to me. Well, you would just change it to your costume. Sometimes, depending on the, like they won't have you change or whatever, right. and so when uh, like when I was did that. If it was a special that saving Mr. Banks and I was an extra and I yeah. had to wear that suit and everything, they had me put on a smock to eat. I just think we should all have eating smocks. I, 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 I'm not against it. I can't, I can't wear white things for that reason. Well, just tuck in I a napkin. I will not wear your, a white sweater. Tuck a na- I won't either. Tuck a napkin in your neck. It won't restaurant. do it. It won't do it. I'll get it on my sleeve. I need a fucking <sighs> smock. I, I agree. <laughs> I'm a spiller. I'm yeah. a yeah. It's bad. I don't like it when you say that. Uh, I get food everywhere. Um, let's let's move Are you still on. Still talking about eating or another act. <laughs> Danielle and Johan. Um, yeah. I, I. One of the hardest things getting past was this woman whose name was Memory. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, gotta her say, name was memory. Her name was memory. Who? Who? Where'd they find Buckwheat, Alabama? Jesus. Um, he slipped into my DMs. We we introduce a woman named Memory. Um, I, I'm gonna say this. I would be a miserable bitch too if someone gaslit me and treated me like this constantly. Yeah. I'm not using that I, as an excuse for it. I gotta she say did this. do some shitty things for him, but it I, made me feel like, and I felt gross a little bit about myself because we call women crazy when they, we, we feel like they're acting crazy when you don't realize she's with someone who's a horrible monster. I, would, I was thinking this. I said, even karma would go, oh, that's way harsh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, she's been she's been a monster. I, I'm not apologizing to Tanya. We are not apologizing. To, we don't apologize on this podcast. Well, we apologize to Tania. That's true. We did do that. 
Uh, Tanya. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. right. But we did apologize. <laughs> we liked her a lot more. I because I I still think Danielle she Danielle Danielle did um uh misrepresent herself. Yeah. I think again, he I, thought he was on 90 Day Fiance. She thought they were on the other way. I think she is a, a pretty terribly manipulative person. I agree with him saying that. Although I think she he's be, an yeah. actual ghoul. Y'all the things like oof. I with her like emasculating him and all that and calling him her wife, I went, oh, I totally probably would have reacted that way when this guy is fucking women the entire time and she, she feels it and she knows it, but she has no proof for it. So she felt crazy about it. And that is horrible to do to someone. I wonder what the response is going to be after this for her. Because no one likes her. But I oh, wonder. She's going to be back. It, but, I, but I wonder. No, I'm wondering just the, the general tenor of fans. I wonder what people are going to do. I I kind of want her to be back. I kind of want to see her have some happiness because somebody who goes through that, I don't wish her happiness. Let's 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 <laughs> let's let's pump the brakes here. <laughs> I I, she, I you think know what I do? Her. I wish her the best. I wish what? her the best. You know what I wish? I wish that the thing that I think that Danielle's going to I hope not do, but she probably will. I think she's going to look at this and I she needs to take responsibility for her actions and role in this and for what she kind of did to get in this. I don't know if she's going to do that. She doesn't have that in her. Um, Here's the thing. She's a born scammer. She's a born con. She's going to use this next gig. She's going to use her next job, her next con, to sell her retreat Mm -hmm. and to get her next story so she can dine out on it. Mm-hmm. And she can be the next guru. Everything that she's collecting, all these stories and things that have men who've done me wrong are making the next story and creating the next person who she will be. Mm-hmm. We're going to witness Danielle 3.0 or 4.0 or 5.0, and she will continue to do this. She'll continue to do terrible things and then get treated very terribly. Like she's been doing here. Yeah. It's going to be the same cycle. So it, we're just going to yeah. wait around for the next cycle, the next con, the next grift. It's got to be, it was pretty gross to see that when we, you know, we went in on Danielle for forcing this interaction with her ex, with Johan, knowing now that she knows that he was, he was so upset about that, yet he's fucking all these other women and talking to all these women while he's in a relationship. Like yeah. the, this guy is, like you said, it's just an actual monster. And when they have, when memory, again, spelled M-E-M-O-R-I, um, memory. Uh, um, when memory it's Almost as up, bad as the spelling on twin love mm-hmm. of the names. Holy God. <laughs> Those are terrible. We're going we're gonna to talk about that soon. Those were oh, terrible. Ah! Ah! <laughs> they were terrible. Um, Zoe, Z O I E. It was terrible spelling. Bailey, B A E L E E. Brittany and Whitney. No, 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 no. Not, no I, that's not their names. Whitney and Whitney. <laughs> 
I kind of could watch the rest of that show. I I watched episode two, and I'm going to... I did too. Uh, I watched like the first 10 minutes of it. Can we have a conversation of the girl, I can't remember her name, Gabby, and talking to Samer, where he's talking about Syria and how then the war, and she's like, oh, that must have been rough. <laughs> oh, I stopped by that part. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. Y'all, the, the people on Twin Love may have the most inane conversation I've oh, ever heard on a reality oh, show. Some of the pe- – they're so stupid. They're all <laughs> entrepreneurs and they're just dumb. Oh, oh, the word entrepreneur makes me want to crawl inside myself. They're all – they use that word. I use that word. Yeah, anyway. Um, oh! <laughs> so they are – so memory is literally pulling the receipts. She has it on her phone. I someone memory. I'm sorry. <laughs> Johan is completely saying, nope. Not true, not true. Don't speak without proof. And Danielle's like, these girls are sending me emails and they're, and they're giving me the details. Just con-. And she's like, I know they had a physical relationship. And he's like, nope, I spoke to some. You're ungrateful. You can go to hell, lady, with all of your lies. Go to hell. You're a manipulator. Even Armando tries to tell him in Spanish, like, you're acting like a victim. Right. Like, just own it. Be up. Admit it. And you've got no other option. And he you know says- I was too good for you, and oh. that's why. And, and you, I should des- have cheated on you. I should have cheated on I you. I should have done this. I should have cheated. Now, oh. when Tim says, who's, who's been a pretty terrible misogynist the whole thing, Daniel, I'm sorry for all the shit I said about you. <laughs> you know that everyone on the stage is like, Holy God. Now, y'all. Well, when Sarper even says, when Johan says you're a manipulator with your crocodile tears, and even Sarper goes, oh my God. <laughs> like everyone, like everyone just looked like, everyone was what? completely freaked out. Y'all, we witnessed one of the most glorious immolations of any relationship we've ever seen. Almost as, the only one that isn't better than this is Daniela Mohammed. Probably uh, this, this, and we never really liked this, this de- version of Danielle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other version of Danielle and Muhammad, we could kind of feel sorry for, but there's something about Danielle, New York Danielle, having all the receipts and having a fucking file folder ready to go and they were they were fucking itemized and labeled and highlighted y'all she did her work and now we called her crazy last episode respect yes we thought that was nuts <laughs> that she was doing that last episode because you miserable bitch i respect you that i will always know, say we didn't know what was happening but yeah. now that we know what's happening she fucking played this like a mar and i'm proud for her <laughs> At one point, y'all, and we did think it was crazy that she friended everyone who was on his and list. And now I'm like, mad respect to get this asshole. Mad respect. And uh, and basically, Johan says, uh, I res-, then she said, and then he fucked one of the women at my retreat. And I went, what? And so obviously this woman finally came came to Danielle and said, he said, no, I did not. I respected all the women at the retreat. And, and she says, uh, this woman contacted me later and said, um, this is, this is what happened to me. He constantly contacted me. I said, no. 
And, uh, but I needed to tell you later on, we wound up, we, we, we did see each other. We did have sex or something like that. Even Wayne is like this guy. He said, this guy's a piece of shit. Um, Kalani, you know, cause Danielle's big thing is she's always friends with her exes. So when Kalani asked her, can you please not be his friend? (laughs) That was one of the funniest moments. And Danielle Uh, was like, yeah, okay. Y'all supposedly though, they were back together. She says they're filing for divorce in this tell-all because Sean asked her, and she said yes. But as of two weeks ago, they were back together. Now, the thing about Danielle is, y'all, she's extremely cagey on social media because she's – I got to say, she is savvy like a motherfucker. And I admire the fuck out of her. But she does – she reminds me a little bit of – well, not that she's was as – but the same way like – Jibri or Miona of G of gibberish. Uh, she acted so kind of pious and, uh, and like everything happened to her on a tell all, but yeah. on our social media, she was brutal to people. Yeah, she was. And Danielle is much more, she shows much more of a darker side of herself on social media. She does. Um, so y'all, she says she's going to file for divorce. The wrap up. By the way, everyone on the whole stage thinks Danielle or Dale Home was cheating. <laughs> everyone, everyone races. Even Sean Robinson like took both. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, turns up that Mary says she's going to therapy. We'll see. She won't. Um, 100% she will not. She kind of leaves. She doesn't even want to talk to a single person. Um, she walks by Kimberly and Kimberly makes this just really mature face. God, Kimberly is fucking seven years old. She goes, nah, 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 nah. I hope we never see her again. I think she might've looked the worst out of even, uh, no, no I Johan, agree. but I think Kim, oh, yeah. Kim might have come out. If, if Johan would have been outlier. there, he's an yeah. outlier. Yeah. Yeah. But I still think Kim ruined anything she had. Oh. For herself, yeah, because um, you do you don't you don't call Jenny the c word. No, um, you don't do that to another woman on television, unless you you're yeah, especially a woman God. who's have chicken. <laughs> Not fair, Not fair, Smith. Just try to be a lovely one. Love it, yes, man, love it. Yeah. Holly, Holly is talking to. Um, uh, I think it's Danielle. Um, and she says it, and she's like, and Ty's like, I really admire you because you're really, you're blah, 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 you, you, uh, and, uh, and Danielle's like, it felt nice to have the entire room agree with me because <laughs> y'all, that's all she wants because it feels like, then she feels like a cult leader. She could be the next mother God. She <laughs> I honestly think Danielle has that potential. Potential. She's, Potential. She's sa- yeah, she's very savvy. So they just and when she died, they'd play with her corpse like a bunch of kitties. <laughs> they would. <laughs> like now, they ho- <laughs> yes. Wow. Um, spoiler Ooh, alert. I, um, I swear to God, wow. if y'all haven't seen that now, make it your Christmas viewing. It is definitely necessary. <laughs> I don't like that stuff. You need you 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 need to know. You need to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it's it's required things to live in our world. You need to watch Mother God. <sighs> I'm not saying anything to that. Anyway, uh, she's ready to move on in her life. Um, Holly, Holly Wayne, they she's like, I got to be in a good place before I go there. So 
We'll see. It sounded like she was backtracking to me a little bit. Um, Julio, who cares? He's gone. Um, Boy, Kenny, I don't, another person yeah. I don't want to ever fucking see again. No, I don't want to see him. Kenny's like, they're going to be amazing. They're good. Um, and Kimberly just doubles down and says, when Jenny made threats, I'm not scared. And I went, you're actually going to fight a 68-year-old woman? Is she 68? I don't know how old Jenny no, from she's that, but she's maybe 60-something. She's not 68. Um, she is 64. Okay. So still, you're in your 20s and you're talking about what a badass bitch you are fighting with a 64-year-old woman. Agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's, she's gross. And basically, she says about TJ, um, right now I'm not going back to India. TJ means the world to me, but I don't know if, um, I don't know if like TJ's in my plans. What a selfish way. Oh, God. I, I, I don't ever want to see her again. That's the tell-all. That's the show, everybody. That's it. We're done. Put a fork hold, in us. Hold up. Hold up. What? One second. I have something prepared. Um, we didn't discuss this. Oh, yeah. I, I put in a track. Um, do you see where it is? Just a little. Yes. I want to I say, I just want to say, want to say a little goodbye to someone we met, we met this season. Hopefully oh, we'll Jesus. see them again. It better not be but, that fucking gecko. <laughs> eh, eh. <laughs> hey, boy. <laughs> the story just got sadder. Even the gecko pieced out. Eh, eh, eh. I had to leave when he started yelling <laughs> at her and the baby was born. <laughs> he was like, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Gavin I'm gone. Gecko. Um, no, it's a certain farewell. And... Um, I'll let you just play the track what? and hold on. Let me, right. let me get, let me get a wig on. What? What? Oh no. Oh Jesus. All right. Play the track. Okay. Well, all right. Doesn't seem to matter what I say. My words get in the way. No one knows the man inside Oh, why do people say I look like plastic guy? <laughs> look, I, I'm made by AI Shekinah, you're the woman oh. I adore Is the word bitch or slut or whore? Is that right? Because I'm just a star Anywhere else, I'd be a star 2,500 girls will say that I'm the best at shoving shish kebab. You're the best. I'm just star on TLC. I could go far. What would it take for them to see the man behind the tan and fall for me? You're perfect. Shekinah, mm -hmm. you are my multiply orgasmic bitch. I love you too, babe. Hashtag couple goes. Hashtag power Hashtag couple. Hashtag bad boy. 
or life? You know, I don't really like surprises like that, but that was good. <laughs> also, you look ridiculous in that wig. Y'all just call us. We'll see you next season. Call us. <laughs> call us. <laughs> Multiply orgasmic bitch. Yeah. <laughs>